the consequences of my clips channel. 8am is when I have to upload the next clip to the clips channel. Didn't think that through chat. Making that clips channel and committing myself to releasing a, a video every hour on us means that I have to basically live my life around that channel. Every time I'm looking, okay, I need to, I want to do this for a couple of hours. How many clips have I got left on the channel? I've got, you know, 10 hours left. Okay, so I've got time. <laughs> like, I'm uploading, I'm going through the clips, uploading clips to give myself more time to do other stuff. <laughs> I, I do schedule, that's what I'm saying. Like, I schedule it so one comes out every hour. And so I might, I might do 24 or 48 or something. And then I'm like, okay, so it's been... 16 hours since I stopped, I, I, I put up the clips, so that means I've got this much more time before I have to put up more clips, and so on. I'm not forcing myself to keep up with the schedule, I have to keep up with it, as in this is a thing that I want to do. And to continue what I want to do, I have to factor in that consideration in other things that I'm doing. Just because something has a downside, and you find that downside funny enough to comment on it, doesn't mean you aren't willing to reap the benefits of the thing that is causing the downside. So you can't code uploading these clips because I have to check that they're good. Then I have to edit them using the YouTube editor in some cases. Then I have to think up a funny title and then I have to make a thumbnail. And these things can't be done by a bot, can't be automated. I've, I already offloaded a significant amount of the time that it takes to do this because I had other people go through the original 27,000 clips and then cut them down to one-tenth or one-fifth or whatever of the ones that are likely good. It's still the case where maybe 75% of the clips end up being good, but that still saves me a lot of time versus if I had done it all myself from the get-go. So how much is that going to cost me? It probably cost me like, it's like 1,500 bucks I've probably spent getting other people to cut down the clips for me. <laughs> The most popular clips on my Devap Eclipse video is a nearly 800k kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy, especially because that clip is that the clip is really good. But there's a lot of really good clips on that channel. There's a couple over 100k. It's just you gotta wonder what metric the system is using to determine whether or not to give that video to other people. Because oh, other than whether or not people click on it, of course. I suppose that's probably the main thing. I just mean because normally with content the watch time or the watch percentage matters. And so if you only watch 10 minutes of a 10 hour video, yeah, that can negatively impact your video potentially. Although it doesn't seem to, but whatever. Like th that variable doesn't exist with these clips because they're all 30 seconds and people generally watch them all. Like they watch it to the end. And so you can't tell which is better or worse based on the watch time. It could be possible that it might recommend them more if people watch it more than once. But it's more than likely just the likelihood of uh, people clicking on it. What I call the Clips Channel a success? The Clips Channel has been more successful than I ever thought it would be. I shouldn't doubt myself, like... Some of those clips are really fucking funny. Like, I, I have come back to my own Clips Channel to watch clips of myself because I find them so funny. <laughs> and some clips that, at the time, like, I, I don't remember even doing them. Like, uh, one, one clip that popped off, the most brutal, non-lethal crash in GTA 5. I take like one damage and I fly out a window, get hit by a car, get hit into a pole, and I take one, and like a slam on the ground, I take one sliver of damage. It, it's a very, very funny clip. But watching those clips, watching such 
uh, you know, cherry-picked instances of myself and my streaming, uh, it makes me feel bad in a way that I can't live up to that level of hype and humor all the time. Doing streams like this, where I'm low energy and I'm tired, like, you, you, everyone can't be at their best all the time, I get that, but I wish I could be at my best all the time, you know? I have seen a small uptick in my views on my main channel within the last couple of days. I'm hoping that's indicative of uh, my clips channel leading to more views on my main channel. Like, because you'd assume that would happen. Because surely the algorithm would be smart enough using my tags and whatnot to associate my channel and uh, my clips channel. And so anyone who was watching a significant amount of my clips would get recommended videos from my main channel. The nature of my clip channel thumbnails. For a long time, I've shied away from clickbait titles and clickbait thumbnails, prefer, preferring to have thumb, uh, thumbnails and titles that, while being captivating, don't exaggerate all that much. But on the Clips channel, because the content is so short, I've, I consider the thumbnail and the title to be in of itself content. Like the title and the thumbnail, if possible, I would like to be funny. Like, even if the video itself is, you know, it, whatever it is, I would, I would like people to even laugh at the titles if possible. But it certainly, at least more than likely, helps that channel do a lot better than my main channel. Because clickbait, clickbait does work. It's also a lot easier to make a captivating title for a video when it's a 30 second clip of condensed, funny, awesome stuff. It's very easy then to think of a title that encapsulates that as opposed to a title that perfectly encapsulates, you know, an hour-long video. Possible reasons the latest pacifist percent did poorly. Like, if you guys wanted me to work on pacifist sooner, you shouldn't have made it so the previous one bombed. Like, the last one got 150,000 views. Which may seem like a lot, until you realize that there's the lowest amount of views any pacifist has ever received, ever. Like, it's not even close. The previous worst episode was, like, episode 10. And it still got, like, I think it's sending at like 300k right now, or something. I would need to see a direct comparison, but like 10 and the most recent one are definite contenders for the worst. And I thought it was a pretty funny episode. It could have been possible that what made it do poorly was because in the description and tags and stuff, I put Among Us. And so it's possible that the Among Us video was, uh, I was competing with other Among Us videos. So it would get recommended to people who watch Among Us stuff, and they'd be like, GTA 5, I don't give a shit about that, and they wouldn't click it. So, then YouTube's like, oh, well, I guess people don't like this Among Us meme video, so I won't recommend it to people anymore, you know? I was thinking that it getting recommended to a wider audience would help it, but I guess if those people are less likely to click it, it uh, does not help at all. The next pass will be longer, yes. Fresh Meat was, uh, very interesting. There are a lot of really interesting things that happen in the in the rest of Pacifist. It's funny because some of the clips that were made uh, come from my streams of Pacifist, and it, it reminded me of things that happen, and it, it makes me want to make the episodes faster because there's a lot of cool stuff that people haven't seen. Pacifist was already streamed. I have completed the entire game passively. But I will, once all the episodes are edited, I will go back and do a retrospective and attempt to reduce the amount of deaths. I know a handful that I can probably avoid at this point. And certainly there are things that I know now that would have made 
what I was doing back then easier. Although, to be frank with you, I'm happy I didn't know about Ultstrat when I did Pacifist the first time, because I think it would have made the footage a lot more boring. What would it do with Ultstrat and Pacifist? Ultstrat would not help me reduce the amount of people that I need to kill in Pacifist. But in a variety of circumstances, I could have used it so enemies couldn't shoot at me. Which would have made performing strategies a lot easier. Media share and DMCA on Twitch. Am I still going to do media share? Uh, are you asking because of the DMCA stuff? My mods check the videos before they're put through. What I'll more than likely end up doing is having them look in the descriptions of the videos. And if any song comes up there, then I'll, I'll just don't accept the video. For those who don't know, if so a mu music has been claimed in a video on YouTube, you can look in the description and it will tell you what that song is. If you upload a video, like, within an hour or two, it'll uh, be claimed, if there's something in it. Like, a max an hour or two, you, it, it usually gets claimed like five minutes. As in, as long as I take that precaution, the risk is teensy tiny. I was watching Devin Nash, he made a video yesterday showing the tools that, uh, these media companies use to detect songs, and they can even detect it during a live stream and issue a DMCA midstream. Monetizing TikTok. So recently I made myself a pro account on TikTok, which is apparently something that you need to do to get into the TikTok creator program. I did this because I was recommended a TikTok where this Asian girl was showing that she was making 60 grand a month. I looked at her thing and I'm like, that's not that many views. I mean, that's like, 3 million views of TikTok, that's a lot, but she's only got like 40 TikToks or something. And the majority of them are either, uh, her being attractive, let's just say. Who knows if the numbers are fake or whatever, but it just reminded me that I, that's something that I wanted to get into, the TikTok creator program, just to, just for the hell of it. Because I mean, I've got content on there still that's getting views, so why not collect that passive revenue? But I don't think the TikTok creator program is in Australia. It's in America, parts of Europe, uh, but I, I see no evidence that it's available in Australia. Does anyone know of a TikTok creator from Australia making money on TikTok? Next-gen consoles. My opinion on the next-gen consoles, they look very good. It's interesting because games that are developed for those consoles can arguably be better than their PC counterparts. Because when you make a game for a console, you're making it for one particular type of hardware, so you can use that hardware to its fullest to, to achieve certain things, like with the fast loading. Where with PC, you have to make the game and consider that the processing power or, or the, um, the, the hardware, the, the storage, whatever, is going to be different for every single user. So you have to take that in mind with whatever you're de design, designing. So like as the console generation goes on, the consoles are held back by uh, the continually aging hardware. And so eventually, uh, PC gets ahead because the the hardware is always improving but in the beginning of the generation of consoles PCs kind of at a disadvantage because it's so much harder to develop for PC and of course you have to take into account the variability of the system you're developing for basically don't like consoles but I want them both just for the possibility to play some of the games can't get them though because uh, everything's fucking sold out and I can't pre-order anything and, and it's my job to have them so I'm failing at my job I'm sorry, guys. I let you down. Do Americans want third parties? Are there many Americans who wouldn't want 
additional parties. I remember uh, I was at some family gathering and I heard my uncle express his preference for the first past the post system. And I was just like, really? Just, uh, okay. First past the post is used in these countries and basically you get one vote. So imagine if three different people are running for office, one gets 30%, another gets 30%, and the other gets 40%. The 40% wins the seat, even though the majority didn't vote for that candidate. But like, so, so like, yeah, people have different preferences than me in regards to voting, but I'm, I'm fairly certain that the majority of people in America, if it were possible, would like to have some voting reform to enable the existence of uh, minor parties, third parties, or what have you. Because certainly, you can see Trump supporters right now on Twitter saying, oh, the Republicans betrayed him. Oh, I don't like the Republicans. Ah, Fox News, oh, I don't like them, right? I'm sure those people would like an existence where the party of Trump could come to be and be a legitimate third party without uh, sinking the Republican party and giving the election to Democrats every single time. And of course, the Democrats are... Uh, or Democrat supporters are always complaining about that. I mean, but people wanted Bernie to make a third party, but of course, me. Bernie isn't a, an idiot. You know, Bernie's been in politics for a long time. He's as an independent, which is a damn hard thing to do, considering there's what only two independents uh, in Congress. He knows how to play the game. Oh yeah, I take uh, Bernie or Yang over Biden. Very different policies, the two of them. But uh, the, the parts of what I like about Biden are concessions that he made to um, his opponents, I suppose. Issues with Among Us editing. Yeah, I think I'm keen to play some more Among Us. I was just very disappointed in how the editing situation for Among Us went. As I, as I keep saying, it's an art to know how to cut down the episodes while keeping everything important, including in the discussions, while removing the stuff that is unimportant. Sometimes it's hard to decide because, in some cases, a discussion is literally nonsense, but there's a purpose to it. The imposters are intentionally making the discussion uh, nonsense by talking about things that don't matter or bringing up details again or getting information to be repeated just to run out the clock. And in those cases, it's hard to decide whether you want to keep that in or in some way imply that that's going on and just kind of skip past it. It was also quite frustrating that, uh... When people speak over each other, I don't know if it's because people don't have very good mics or whatever, but sometimes it'd be completely inaudible. <laughs> this time round was the worst, so I actually uh, like paused the thing and then explained what everyone was saying. George Lucas and the High Ground. I've always wondered if George Lucas, when writing that line about the High Ground, he was like, um... Not only did he literally have the high ground, but figuratively as well, because uh, he had the moral high ground, and that's what I was trying to communicate there, that Obi-Wan was really in the rights, and uh, Anakin, in uh, slaughtering those innocent kids, he was actually the bad guy. You understand, there, there's, a, there's a case to be made that the Jedi were incompetent, maybe misusing their power to a degree, but when you have a character literally slaughter children, that kind of nuance kind of gets lost, you know? Do I still enjoy my no damage runs? Matt, do you still find these runs more enjoyable from when you first started Oko? Because in the first Oko video you were laughing and seemed to be having lots of fun, but now you seem more stressed, wording. I don't remember how much I enjoyed the first run. I still find it enjoyable. But certainly there's 
more pressure on me now to succeed. And my success is more important now. When you're just screwing around, as Bob says, first Oko was more of a meme run than it is now. Like, I I'm taking this very seriously. I still do joke around and stuff, but the degree to which I joke around and laugh is probably more related to, uh, you know, my energy level and the time of day as opposed to the run itself, you know. But yeah, I really want to succeed, so I, I take it more seriously. My 100% PB video returning to 100% and 100% chaos. I've heard from a lot of people now that they've watched my 100% speedrun, my PB, of GT5 multiple times. I do remember a lot of funny stuff happening in it, and I think there was some pretty good conversations in there that weren't necessarily political in nature, but had some philosophy or whatever that... It's just interesting stuff to think about. But I can't remember all of its contents, but I guess the video having so many views is more than just, you know, the algorithm liking long videos or some garbage. It, it, people, people have told me many times it's actually a really good video. It's gonna suck if I beat the PB and uh, <laughs> the next one isn't gonna be as good. 100% is not gonna be chill when I get back to it. Like the standards for speedruns are just a lot higher these days. M more than that though, P people just get better at the game over time, you know? When you look at um, uh, Summoning Salt's video that just came out, looking at Mario Kart 64, one of the factors that he points out that caused some time save over the course of the years is just people getting better at the game. No new strats necessarily need to be found, but if people just play long enough, the standards for what is uh, normal or acceptable uh, continue to go down. And because I've been out of consistently speedrunning for so long, uh, it's going to be a, a long time before I can meet that standard again. I don't plan to go back to 100% anytime soon. I'll be going back to Classic first. The only reason I kind of want to skip over Classic and go to 100% is because uh, I want to do Chaos. Chaos 100%. But physically, 100% is so goddamn demanding. You need to be a really, like, you need to be in a real good physical state of a day to be able to get through an entire 10 hour run of GTA 5. 100% chaos will be so goddamn difficult. I can just imagine doing a parachute jump and being teleported away and having to find my way all the back to that parachute jump. I would just go crazy. How streamer collaborations work. Scott the Woz collab? I like that dude. His content and mine, however, has absolutely nothing in common. I think I'll be doing a collab with someone soon. Better not say who, just in case something happens, we don't have to do another thing. But so I received an email. I'm not going to say from who, but it was a new streamer who wrote me a long email suggesting that we work together and do collabs, collabs and stuff. Uh, they are just they're just starting out, and I I don't even have the heart to respond to this email. Maybe people who who don't stream, don't make content, don't know how collaborations work. But in general, you collaborate with people around your size. Unless, of course, you're already friends or you know them from some other case. Asking a random stranger to collab with you who is, is nowhere close to your size is, is something that's extraordinarily weird. It's like walking up to a random stranger and being like, Hey, want to come over to my house and play some video games? Just like... No, because when, when two content creators are around the same size, like you, you recognize the business thing there because you can both benefit from the cross promotion. But when there's a brand new content creator asking a much larger content creator for a collaboration, 
All, all this basically saying is, hey, can you give me some viewers? Because in no way will the larger content creator benefit from that collaboration in any capacity. But collaborations take work. You don't know if your, your personalities are going to drive. You have to spend the time to make sure your schedules align. You're in the same time zones, da da da, wake up at the same at the, at the right time. Um, deal with all the technical issues that are involved in that. Doing all of that for literally nothing as a large content creator is not something you would ever do. Collaborations are either done because the two people already know each other, already know that they can make good content, they already know that their personalities uh, meld, align, whatever. Uh, or it's when it's mutually beneficial. Please do not send emails to large content creators asking to like to collaborate. It's just not good. Although, asking for like a sound file or something, that's reasonable. Something that takes effectively no effort. Oh, but note, a collaboration is different than just like a spur of the moment playing a game with each other, right? Buka and I, when playing Among Us, we weren't collaborating as streamers. We were just playing Among Us. More than this though, um, at the very least, uh, the size difference between me and Buka is not, uh, is not insurmountable. He averages like a hundred viewers, which makes him a quite large streamer in terms of the Twitch's uh, entire platform. GTA 5 100% no damage run. Will I do Oko 100%? Completely pointless to do. There's nothing about 100% that has more risk of death. If I truly run out of things to do, then maybe. Now, side missions don't really have a risk of dying. There's no real combat in the side missions. There's a few small exceptions, but like nothing major. I'm sure there would end up being like just a handful of spots where there's more risk, but there's nothing really major, you know? As in, doing it 100% OKO would more be about just not tripping on my face. Not landing a parachute jumping correctly. Not hitting a wall or something. And doing that for 10 hours would be very frustrating. Actually, I'm already doing it for 10 hours, so even longer, it'd be 15 hours. But the episodes would look roughly the same because the episodes that go on YouTube skip everything that doesn't really have a risk of death. And so most of 100% would just be skipped anyway. VTubers and No Nut November. No Nut November? There is this squirrel VTuber who, instead of calling it No Nut November, calls it... What? what does it, it, these clips got recommended to me. You guys seen these clips? Non-stop Nut November, that's right. And she makes these little 20 second videos that are so cursed. Where she's like, have you collected all the nuts? <laughs> How are you going with Nonstop Not November? <laughs> Hi! Nonstop Not November Day 25, how are you doing? Wouldn't you think that it would be a great idea to have not like every morning as your breakfast, maybe? <laughs> if this ends up in rambles, I'll show an example. But they keep getting recommended to me and I keep watching them because they're so cursed and weird. <laughs> Just part of Hololive Indonesia? There's a Hololive Indonesia? Hololive is a full-blown industry now? Yeah, I've I've noticed. See, I can still say I don't watch it, because I don't watch any of the live streams. But in the same way that my clips get shown to people, these 30-second things, I get those recommended to me sometimes. Like, there's two creators playing Minecraft, and one repeating, like, kill the hoe or something, but she doesn't know what ho means in English. 
And so the other content creator just kind of goes silent and they're like, uh... <laughs> and then she explains and they was like, no, I didn't mean it, no! It's, it's very funny. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's what I always say. If you stream long enough, it doesn't matter how boring of a streamer you are or how bad of a streamer you are, you're gonna eventually have some moments that are quite funny. That isn't me criticizing them, of course. I just mean that I doubt there's a single content creator out there that doesn't at least have some clips that I would find funny. Yeah, like me, exactly, like me. Do I drink alcohol? Do I drink alcohol? No, I'm a very committed Muslim. Alcohol is a tool of Satan, obviously. I don't particularly drink alcohol all that often, but that's mainly because I don't, I don't like drinking alcohol alone. The amount of times I've drunk alcohol alone, I can count on one hand. So I need to go to events or go places to drink alcohol, and I don't go out all that much, especially since COVID, you know. But even before COVID, I'd probably go somewhere where I would drink, like, once every three months at best. I probably, I probably would drink, like, twice a year at best. I not drink alcohol for the taste. Bourbon doesn't taste good enough that I want to drink it for the taste. Especially given the uh, after effects. I finished Noita. Noita is a game that I've been playing on stream. If you know nothing about it, this rambles will make no sense to you. Noita is done. I finished the game yesterday. I had the most OP build of all time. I had immunity to explosions and immunity to lightning. And then I had a ones with lightning. Lightning is extraordinarily strong. I think it might be the strongest spell in the entire game. Ridiculously OP, except that it's extraordinarily dangerous to use. Because if you have a wand out that has electricity on it and you go into any water, you die immediately. If you touch it to metal that you're touching, you die immediately. If you use it on something a little bit too close to you, you die immediately. But I had immunities to all that. And then I had a small shield in front of me too. So I had a wand that was casting at the end like five lightning bolts at once. And one hitting everything. And, and, and even more than this, it would knock me back a huge way. So even in the case where something got close enough to me, I would be knocked away from it immediately. Very few people watched uh, Noita when I played it. I think I might just look up all the secrets. Cause like I, it is somewhat frustrating. Like I watched, I've watched a three minute review of the game and the person expressed like, to a degree, a lot of it's down to RNG. Now, with games like that, of course there's a lot of RNG involved, but there's skill as well. So the more skillful you are, the worse your RNG can be and you can still succeed. But it becomes frustrating when you play and you're having to struggle for every bit of gold, every kill, because you've got shit one, shit perks, and then you have other one, uh, other games where it's just like a walk in the park and everything's so easy. And so you resent the games where you're struggling because you've had the games that is just a, a walk in the park. And like, if I want to go looking for the secrets in the game, I'd, I would want to find myself like a very OP setup and having to play over and over again until I find that would be very frustrating. Can you get back into uh, Noita though? Like, learning about the parallel worlds in Noita and stuff, it, it makes me tempted to go back and uh, play again. And it would take like a million years though. And uh, I don't know, nah. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.